Welcome to the Inner Shift Podcast, wisdom teachings to inspire and awaken. I'm your host, Emily Perry. Welcome to the show. Feeling stuck or uninspired? Head to emilyperryyoga.com and grab your free guidebook. Also, you can join the community over at Patreon where there are multiple tiers you can choose from to help support this podcast. And you just head to emilyperryyoga.com slash Patreon for more information. It's a great community building over there and I love to see you. In today's episode, I speak with Christopher Plowman. Christopher Plowman spends most of his time thinking about how to accelerate the benefits of meditation around the world. He believes deeply that every individual deserves access to free daily meditation practice. As the CEO of Insight Timer, the largest free meditation app with 2.5 million meditators, he's focused on building a sustainable company consciously. And if you haven't seen already, I have a few meditations up over at Insight Timer. You can just search Emily Perry or Emily Perry Yoga and you can find those. And I'll also put a link over at Patreon for you to find that. So I'm so happy to share this interview with you. And there are a couple moments, just to let you know, we were Skyping, there's a couple moments where some of the audio cut out. Um, He was in France, I was in the States, but it was such a great juicy interview and I can't wait for you to uh, listen in. Thank you so much, namaste. Well, it's it's great to meet you. Um, Great to meet you. <laughs> Thanks for to, having me. Yeah. Um, so I guess just to begin, I would love to hear like just your story and how you got involved with Insight Timer. Well, um, I mean, a lot of people think that I started Insight Timer, but I didn't. Um, my brother Nico and I bought it uh, in about three years ago, in September two thousand and. 14, I think it was, uh-huh. um, because my brother's a meditation teacher and I've sort of spent 20 years building internet communities and um, building tech stuff. And he kept saying it would be really interesting to get into the meditation space. And I had moved to Bali. I had a company in Sydney that was doing okay and I didn't really want to get back into startup. I just, I've, I've done it too many times before. Mm-hmm. Um but in the end, I he I learned to meditate, and actually, sort of came to the realization that meditation was going to be quite disruptive in a lot of different areas. Um, and so I, I kind of just got curious, um, and I had moved to Bali as as I mentioned to you earlier um, yeah. before the interview, and um, I just spent some time looking at a lot of meditation apps out there, and Nico and I sort of came to the realization we didn't really like the way they were doing it, actually. Most of them sort of take meditation, um, they sort of reduce it down to the most efficient sort of sellable product that they can. Uh-huh. And then they sort of put it up on the app store and they tell you that it's free, but it's not really because after you've done the first 10 days or you've done the first five sessions or something, they hit you up with a $20 paywall or something. And it just didn't really feel like the right way to do this, um, partly because we think everyone deserves access. Um, everyone should have access to, a, to a, a meaningful daily and free meditation practice. Yeah. Um, so that was really one of the first criteria that we had. 
Um, and the other thing we didn't really like about them, um, and when I say we didn't like about them, they weren't right for us. Some of them done a great job in introducing people to meditation and mindfulness, so I just want to be careful with my words there. Yeah. Um, but, but I also thought that sort of the, the ultimate goal of um, meditation really is sort of a more conscious planet, um, and that actually comes about through community um, uh-huh. and doing things with people. There's that great sort of African proverb, you know, which is if you want to go... Uh, if you want to go far, go alone. Sorry, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. And really, we just felt that a lot of the meditation apps out there had neglected this community element, so this community goal. Mm-hmm. And so I, in the end, I sort of, he convinced me to get involved, but we agreed that we, we didn't want to do this from scratch, meaning we didn't want to go and build a meditation app and find the first user and then the second user and then the third user and so on, because it takes a lot of money and a lot of time. Yeah. So yeah. we actually thought the best thing to do is let's go and find an existing meditation community out there um, and build on that. And in the end, Insight Time has sort of ticked all of the boxes. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't a great looking app. Um, the code probably wasn't the best code base. But what had happened since it was launched by the original founder, Brad Fulmer, and a, um, a lovely American guy in uh-huh. Petaluma, California, yeah, um, was that actually sort of people were using it as a timer and they had started building these, forming these groups on the app. There were groups in China and northern India and Chicago and they're all talking about meditation and they're all talking about problems they've got with sleep or anxiety or stress or, you know, addiction and recovery and all these sorts of things. Um and it just felt like Insight Timer was a was a great place to start. So we flew to San Francisco in April 2014 uh-huh. um, and convinced Brad to let us become the new owners. Um, and that's how we got here. And that's so we've had it now for three years and we've spent a lot of time obviously changing the app dramatically since we bought it. Yeah. Um, and now Insight Timer really is, you know, it's the largest free catalog of guided meditations sort of anywhere. Uh, oh yeah, about six and a half thousand free guided meditations. Um, we have now, I think, we're the largest congregation of meditation teachers and health practitioners and musicians anywhere on the planet. I think we have now about one thousand four hundred teachers. Um, and what most people don't know, actually, I like to say we're sort of the biggest meditation app you've never heard of because uh-huh. we actually now. Um, Headspace put out a little tweet the other day saying that they had just hit a record number of meditation hours in a single week, which was 180,000 hours. And I was curious. I went back and had a look at our stats just out of curiosity. And we'd done about 400,000 hours in the same week as Headspace. Um, And I don't say that to sort of be competitive because obviously I think all apps out there are doing a great job. But um, what is interesting to me is, you know, we actually, in terms of meditation, are probably the largest meditation community now anywhere. Um, oh, and yeah. we've done all of that organically. We don't advertise. We don't do any PR. We don't do any marketing or anything like that. Um, we're getting about seven, 8,000 people a day signing up to the app. Oh, wow. Um, and it's all coming through word of mouth. Anyway, I've given you a very long answer, Emily, and I apologize, but that's the background. And <laughs> no, it's great got. to hear it because I've noticed, I, I think I got Insight Timer in the beginning because I used it um, 
in my own practice, but also in teaching for the bell sounds. So it was one of the only, it was like the only app out there that made like, you know, you could have a gong, you could have a, like a bell or different sounds for intervals. And um, I've just noticed myself just in the last few years um, how the app has changed and grown. And what I noticed too is that community piece for sure. I mean, it's amazing the community that's on Inside Timer. Um, and it was actually a friend of mine who put up a meditation on there who was like, oh, you got to put some meditations up there. I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about that. But then I went back on there and I was like, whoa, like it's a huge community now of practitioners. And it's amazing because you get on there. Like even now I could see who my friends who are meditating this morning, <laughs> like people in my city who are meditating right now. And then, um, and then what they're meditating with. So you can check out new, it's just an easy to find new meditations as well. And then there's groups that have formed, like you were mentioning, and it's just so great to have these groups, these communities, um, around different subjects. Um, and it seems like such a, an active community too. Yeah, look, it is very active. I think we're now we're doing about 260, 270,000, um, meditations every 24 hours, um, so it's, it's, it's building, yeah, it's really building very quickly. Um, and we think most of that is obviously thanks to our teachers because our teachers are saying, look, jump on the app and listen to my guided meditations. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we do now have about two and a half million meditators on the app. Um, so it, it is, it is very active um, and it's growing and it's just great to see. It's kind of like we're sort of just, holding on to the edge of the plane wing and trying to keep it all, <laughs> you know, keep it all together um, because it's just growing so fast yeah. um, and we're a very small, very small team. But it's super active and it's great actually, you know, seeing your friends, what they're meditating to mm -hmm. um, is a great way to discover new content, new teachers. Um, so, yes, it's, it's very vibrant and we're very, um, we're very happy with where it's at right now. Yeah, what I love about, um, yeah, there's, I feel like, there, yeah, every major teacher is on here now, too. I mean, if you look at, like, all the, you know, the, you know, like, Muji's on here, Pema Chodron, they have meditations for her. Like, it's it's pretty amazing, the, um, the offerings that are on here. Um, and they're, it's such high-quality work as well. And it looks like you have chanting on here, too, as well, like Kirtan and... Um, um, I think Jai, you we do. We have yeah. a. I think we. I'm sorry. We have a huge sort of chanting, and we have a very big chanting and mantra section of mm -hmm. the app. Um, and you're right. We do have, you know, pretty much all of the main, you know, or at least the, the recognised meditation teachers on the app. Yeah. It's kind of a no-brainer no if you're a meditation teacher. Um, you upload content. You build a huge audience of new students. Mm -hmm. um, it's very easy to do. Um, and I, th when we started, we didn't really have any guided meditations. I think there was 10 or 15 of them when we first bought the app and yeah. we got a publishing manager on, um, and who you might know, Maddie. Yeah. And I just said, look, go out, find a thousand teachers. And I thought forever. And I think it took about nine months because it's just such a great way for teachers to meet new students, mm -hmm. um, and get their teachings out to, to a whole bunch of new people all around the world. I think we're in 44 different languages now. Yeah. Um, so it's the great way for a teacher to sort of express themselves to share their teachings um mm -hmm. and to, to essentially you know find new audience yeah and it's amazing i mean even for like for me as a yoga teacher and a meditation teacher um 
like, so now I can send my, my teacher trainees, like we were just talking about, um, my teacher training coming up in Bali and, um, I can send all them to the app and they can do all these practices before we even meet or during the training or after the training to stay connected. I mean, it's all these in keeping people in their practice, which is, can be the, the, the challenge sometimes with, them. Um, you know, you, you're with your students for certain periods of times, but then you're separated. So it keeps them in the practice, um, as well. And meeting new people, um, on here too. I feel like I've met a lot of new people as well, which is really sweet. Um, but it's a powerful, it's such a powerful tool tool. And I love how, yep. um, there's again, the, the community aspect, I think too, um, there's a lot of, I think like social proof helps people stay in their practice. And so when you have a community like this, where it's sort of like you see people who are meditating every day, it kind of keeps you coming back to your cushion, you know? Um, yeah. It's interesting because there was an article in, uh, in TechCrunch a couple of days ago from a journalist who was kind of being a, I guess it was a bit tongue in cheek, but there was a little bit of cynicism in there, um, about meditation apps in general, uh, um, he was talking specific sort of pushing over your app, sort of sending you messages the whole time telling you to meditate and the irony of obviously that construct, which I agree with. Um, um, but I think the, the difference with Insight Timer is that community piece. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people get engaged. We get so many people who say I was using another meditation app and I was paying a couple hundred dollars a year or whatever it was and I learned how to meditate but actually at the end of the year, when the subscription was up, I still felt like something was missing, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't know what it was. And actually, those often those people end up on Insight Timer. I think firstly because it's free. Initially, you get sort of everything, and then a whole lot more on our app for free than you get if you pay on other apps. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't think that's the reason they stay. And in fact, we get a lot of people who say, "I came for the timer, or I came for a guided mission." But I ended up staying for the friends. That's the that's the vocabulary they use rather than uh-huh. community. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really true. I've met so many people on the app, and we get so many people who email us and who say, "I met my wife, or I met my husband, or I <laughs> I've met this group of people, you know, up the road that, you know, or I was really struggling with um, recovery in a certain addiction, and I've met other people that were going through the same thing. Um, you know, you really yeah, the, the best way I can describe it is that research that someone did 20 or 30 years ago. I'll get all of the the names and the dates and the, the numbers wrong, right? but the essence <laughs> is still right. Yeah. It's that professor that, that was studying addiction um, 20 years ago or whatever, mm-hmm. and he put a, 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 a mouse in a, in a room and he, he gave it two sources of water. Then the first source of water was just normal water. And the second source of water um, had cocaine in it. Yeah. And what happened over time is the mouse ended up drinking all the cocaine water um, and essentially became addicted to the cocaine water. It wouldn't drink the normal water anymore. And so he concluded at the time that that meant that, you know, mice must be biologically sort of that, that addiction is inherent. It's biological. It exists. And that if you offer up something that is addictive, then mice and, and by definition people will eventually become addicted yeah. and this was sort of the accepted norm for quite some time and then another guy came along 
a few years ago. I really should get the names right to add credibility to this, <laughs> but I don't know the names. Anyway, another professor came along and said, I don't think, I think you've missed something in your study. And so what he did is he took 50 mice and he built a mice park with, you know, fun parks and wheels and all this sort of stuff. Uh-huh. And around the park, he put the same thing. He put normal water and cocaine water. He put it all around the park. And, of course, what he found over a period of months was that, in fact, the mice didn't drink the cocaine water. In fact, they didn't like it. They drank the normal water. Um, and his conclusion was that the reason why the, the first mice got to the cocaine water was because he lacked sort of connection with others. He was lonely. Mm. And what he found with all of the new mice is if you put mice in a happy environment full of others, right, where people have a genuine connection with others, that they're not naturally addictive. Um, And the reason I've sort of spent a lot of time saying that story, Emily, is because I think actually that's the difference with Insight Timer. I think community is essential to happiness. I think your relationship, not just with yourself, but with your friends and your family and your local community mm-hmm. is essential. And, and this, is what, this is why Insight Timer is different because we don't just teach you meditation. Mm-hmm. We actually we offer our meditation through 1,400 different teachers. We offer variety and choice. But we also offer this big community which allows you to interact with people who are going through something similar to yourself or who are interested in similar things. Yeah. And this really for us is when I mentioned to you right at the start of this chat, um, this is why Insight Time is different because you can't just give someone an app and teach them to meditate and expect everything to actually evolve into a better planet. You must actually introduce them to something bigger and greater than the act of meditation. And it's it's that community piece. Um, and that's why I think Insight Timer is sort of flourishing at the moment. It's I don't just give you the meditation piece, I actually give you connection with others. Um, yeah. And, of course, we have lots of people that come to the app and aren't interested in that, and they turn off the social features. But mm-hmm. we do notice eventually that they are turning turning to the, to the social elements of it and that that in, enhances their practice rather than um, distracts from it. Yeah, it creates like that support for your practice. So it's sort of like even if you don't, even if you don't interact with other people, I think just knowing that other people are – are meditating at the same time as you it just it creates that support yeah. like that that structure that that like foundation for your practice you feel supported wherever you are on the planet you know meditating in the moment um yeah it's pretty it's pretty amazing yeah it's a feel good it's yeah it's a feel good and i think i think is teaching from one of our 1400 teachers often the guided meditation you'll provide some feedback and you wake up in the morning and the actual teacher has sent you a response and said you know thanks i really appreciate that or it's interesting that you felt that way mm-hmm. you know um so there's that feedback where actually teachers are genuinely engaged um and yeah. that's something that you know you just can't find really now for you on other apps so all of these things i think make a make a big difference and that's why we've you know that's why i mean the average meditation session on insight timer is actually 20 minutes um which is almost five times more than you know the other big apps that you're familiar with yes um 
And for us, that's the reason why people, people come to the app, they engage more, they meditate longer, which is obviously the ultimate goal here. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, I think that's what sort of, that's what makes us different. Yeah, I think also, I mean, some of the other apps, um, just the one point I would want to make um, too is that sometimes they're very performance-based, like um, uh, like learn to meditate so you can perform better in your work or, or whatever it happens to be. But um, with the, you know, the deeper aspect of meditation is, I mean, it's great that, it, yeah, it makes us more functional in our lives, makes us... Uh, gives us that a way of, you know, yes, performing better in our work or in our in our relationships. But at the same time, it's like, um, I think in the West, like a lot of us need to drop this whole idea of of uh, perfectionism and performance and like um, uh, being like this superhuman person that does all these things. And I think, I mean, the heart of meditation is just you just show up and you sit <laughs> and... <laughs> And it, it changes your life, on, well, you I know, mean, in a really deep way, but it doesn't have to be necessarily about um, doing something right all the time either. Um, I guess that's my point. Like, there's no right way to meditate either, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think what you've touched on is something that I'm sort of very curious about at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to try and be concise here. I'll, I'll, I'll probably fail miserably. But... Yeah. Um, Meditation, you know, in itself is is contemplative, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's kind of not very efficient if you think about it. You know, you go and sit on a on a hill for twenty minutes and sort of do nothing. <laughs> um, of course, it's hugely beneficial, but it's not necessarily efficient in terms of. Well, I would argue now as a meditator that it is an efficient use of my time. Yes, but the big problem that we've got right now is most companies are racing as fast as they can to the most efficient models possible, mm-hmm. right? We're efficient with our time, we're efficient with our profit, we're efficient with our margins. Yeah. And this is this is really, for me, the big topic, topic that needs to be talked about at the moment in the meditation space. So what you're talking about there is meditation apps attaching an outcome to meditation, to the act of meditating on their app. And there's a reason, Emily, why they do this. Yeah. Um, the reason why they have to attach performance to it is because they're charging you for it. Yeah. Right? And the big conundrum with meditation apps that charge is this, which is if you stop meditating, they stop getting paid. Ah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is the real problem here. So it's like, well, we're going to sell you meditation. Um, And and I don't mean sell you courses and in-depth exercises and things like that, which should be paid for rightly. Yeah. Um, because the teacher invests time and energy into creating those. If you teach someone how to do yoga or you teach someone a long-term course on meditation, that's something entirely separate. But just to charge someone $20 a month to come to the app and click a button, yeah. right, mm-hmm. in our view, it isn't something you should be charged for, which is why an insight timer, you, you will never be charged to come and sit on the app and use the timer and meditate every day. But a lot of these apps have built very big commercial infrastructures that depend on you coming to the app every day. And if you stop coming to the app every day, they stop getting paid. Uh, and so what's happened, I think, is a real challenge that needs to be addressed right now is a lot of these apps send you messages every day saying it's time to meditate and have you done this and, you know, and it's just this sort of, it's the antithesis of what meditation is about, which is actually stopping, 
pausing, detaching from an outcome. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why we've been very careful to try and build a platform that doesn't actually make money depending on whether or not you come back to the app every day, yeah. right? We have yeah. no financial attachment at all to whether or not you visit the app every day and meditate. Um, we do need to build a sustainable business and we are thinking about ways at the moment that we can build a sustainable business, yeah. but we'll never um, we'll never attach our income to whether or not you decide to meditate every day because what happens is what you've just about, right? Yeah. Which is suddenly a company's harassing you to meditate mm-hmm. because they need to get paid. Um, yeah. And it, so I've just, this is why I'm sort of started talking to people about this because people need to know that that's, that conundrum exists. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. And it's, I think it's different. Like, I mean, it would be great to have like, yeah, these more in-depth courses or something like that offered um, within the timer that are accessible to people, you know. Um, I don't know if that's, I, do you well, guys, so what do you guys, no, what do you well, guys have in mind for the future? Well, that's actually so. We've, I mean, um, as, as I've just said, Insight Timer is free, mm-hmm. um, but it's expensive to run an app with you know two and a half million people on it. We have twenty, you know, twenty-five staff, and a lot of people don't know that you know Insight Timer costs about two and a half million dollars a year to run. Wow. Our hosting bills alone are about half a million dollars every year. So we do need to find a way to make this sustainable, so we can continue to offer that daily meditation app and that six, that catalogue of six thousand guided meditations for free. Um, and so, I've been spending sort of the last two years thinking about how we can do this in a way that doesn't mean Insight Timer um, can continue to be free. And we've yeah. actually come up with uh, two ideas. We're rolling one out. Um, in October, uh-huh. um, and this will be the ability for our meditators to optionally donate to teachers if they like the guided meditations and they they use those teachings often. Mm-hmm. Then there'll be a very subtle button at the bottom of the app that says, "Look, if you liked Emily's class or guided meditation or music track, then you know if you'd like to, you can donate a dollar or two or whatever it is. That's up to the, the user." Yeah. So that's the first thing that we're doing. Um, and the second thing we're doing, which we hope to launch around Christmas, is where, and we're building it at the moment, we yeah. have 30 great teachers who are now on board for the, for the initial trial, is we are going to be offering um, in-depth courses um, on a whole range of stuff um, in this space. Um, and there'll be a 10-day course or there'll be a 30-day course. So, you, you know, you'll do the 10-day course first if you choose to. Uh-huh. Um, and then there'll they'll be sort of more in-depth courses. And this is something I'm really excited about um, because, as I said, it's, it's, it, it means that we'll be able to continue to offer the whole daily meditation piece for free, mm-hmm. but teachers will be able to go much more in-depth into certain topics. Um, and it means our teachers will be able to actually start spending more time creating content and creating better quality content yeah. because they'll be getting paid for their courses. Um, so yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're yeah, it's hope great. It works. Yeah, it's sort of like Patreon. I mean, Patreon has kind of popped up because of that. Like you can donate um, like with podcasts and stuff like that. For example, a lot of people use Patreon now um, just to help support the, the work, you know. Um, yeah, it's a great idea. And I like the idea yeah, too. Yeah, and what's interesting is, you know, people pay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because people, it's like, you know, you're benefiting from it. And um, I love supporting people, especially if it's something like a practice I really love. Um, 
it helps me feel like there's an energy exchange. Um, but uh, I also love the idea, too, of the in-depth courses, just because um, it allows people to go a little bit deeper and a little bit more, you can get a little bit more substantial in, in what you're offering people. And also it allows people to, like, instead of just um, scrape the surface in all these different ways, they can really kind of go into a certain type of meditation or whatever happens to be. Um, that's a great idea. I'm excited to see how that all unfolds. <laughs> yeah, no, look, I'm very excited about it. And actually, we're doing a couple of interesting things as well. It's, it'll, it won't be your standard, what people are you know, most familiar with at the moment with courses. We've got some great formats, which I'm really excited about. They're going to make courses interactive mm-hmm. um, and they're going to involve teacher. So I'm really excited about them. We'll, um, we'll see how they go. And we're going to price them you know, accordingly as well. We have this advantage where we have a huge audience. Yeah. Um, most meditation courses at the moment um, on the internet are two, three, four hundred dollars um, and they're quite hard to consume because you have to sit at your desktop and you've got to do two hours on a Wednesday and then read all of this supporting material uh-huh. and it just feels like companies like Duolingo, I'm not sure if you're familiar with them, but they're a great language learning app. Uh-huh. They've actually taken learning and done a whole new sort of a whole new method, if you like, about how you can actually teach people things. And so we're actually trying to do something similar to that in the learning space um, with our teachers. Um, and the teachers are very excited about it, which for me was a real litmus test. Yeah. So come sort of December, we'll have our first 30 courses available. Um and we'll so, see how it goes. But and, and we're also going to integrate the community with it. So you'll do a course with 200 other people, for example. And the course, the participants will be able to ask questions and answer questions as well with the other people doing the course at the same time. So I, I'm super excited about it, actually. I'm, I think it's going to be great. Exciting. I know. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> yeah, great. yeah. Great. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to... Um, yeah, just watching the future of Insight Timer and putting more and more of my stuff up there too. I know what I like about it too is like um, uh, when you submit content, you know, it, it definitely get looks gets looked at. <laughs> so that's really it's great to know that like everything is kind of um, examined before it gets live, goes live, and um, um, I'm excited to see how how it all shapes up in the next few months. So thanks for doing that. Well, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> I'm just looking at you here. You actually, you, when did you go up on our app? You've got one. You have one file up with us at the moment. I have one. Uh, which had about tw- it was about a month ago. I my first one up, yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. you've had 1,200 people who've listened to that. That's great. Yeah. Um, That's lots good. of reviews, 140 reviews. Yeah. Oh, I, I see you've been answering them too. Well done. Yeah. Emily, <laughs> you're one of our favorite teachers. It's <laughs> great. Well, it's great to be able to, to it's respond. actually be able to um, respond is great. Um, and it's so easy. Um, just to have conversation on there, which I love. So um, thanks for building it so nicely. (laughs) Well, you're welcome. And as I said, by Christmas, you'll be able to um, send people into the app straight into your page, sort of have to browse to find you. You'll have a special link um, where you can use to send people straight to your section on the app. Um, They'll be able to tell you. They'll be able to do a course with you. 
Um, and then we have another exciting product that we're launching in March next year, which means we'll be able to help you um, fill in all of those empty spaces at your retreats. Um, so um, I'm excited about what we're doing in the next 12 months. <laughs> Not that you have many empty spaces. I didn't mean it that way. Like, yeah, um, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> they do sell out. A lot of yeah. space, marketing courses and stuff takes time. It so, does uh, take time, but it's nice uh, to have like, that, that, that big reach. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's fun to have that big reach in the community, you know, in another oh. way, for sure. Um, well, thank you so yeah. much for, for taking the time to talk with me today. And um, it's been great to connect and hear all about what's happening with Insight Timer and you. And um, hopefully I get to, maybe I'll see you sometime soon in person. <laughs> maybe in that would be ba- great. Maybe, maybe well, I mean, I'll be back in Bali. And, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to be back there in January. So... Um, Hopefully we, our paths will cross before then. Yes, for sure. Um, well, thank you again. And um, I guess I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks, Emily. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.